I did my project on the economic stimulus, both fiscal and monetary policies that the Canadian and U.S. government have implemented in a response to COVID-19 in order to provide economic relief and lead to a, and lead to a recovery. I will start with Canada and then compare the two at the end. Canada's economic response to COVID-19 includes the, well, first of all, I'll start with their GDP in the fourth quarter of 2019 goes up by 0.3% and in the first quarter of 2020 goes up by 0.1%. Their unemployment in February of 2020 was 5.6% and in March of 2020, 7.8% and in April 2020, 13% and their CPI uh, in January went up 0.6.6, February 0.6 and March minus 0.8. Uh, currently, as of May 19th, there are 78,000 cases, more than 78,000 cases and more than 5,800 deaths. Uh, their economic response included their spending of 205 billion Canadian dollars, 4 billion on their health system, 116 billion in direct aid, wages, sick leave, employment insurance, uh, and an increase in existing GST tax credits and childcare benefits, uh, $85 billion in liquidity support through tax deferrals. Some of their uh, monetary policy includes reducing the overnight policy rate by 150 BPS in March, an extension of the bond buyback program across all maturities, uh, launching the banker's acceptance purchase facility, expanding the list of eligible collateral collateral for team repo operations to the full range of eligible collateral for the standing liquid liquidity facility uh except the non-mortgage uh loan portfolio supporting the canadian mortgage bond and announcing like or uh, announcing s- s- more spending into the cmb Announcing the pro uh, provincial uh, money market purchase program, uh, the pro uh, provincial bond purchase program, the commercial paper purchase program, the corporate bond purchase program, and the purchase of government of Canada securities in the secondary market. Uh, other measures include. Uh, the bank regular lowering lowering the domestic stability buffer uh, to one percent, and the government will purchase one hundred fifty billion of insured mortgage pools and sixty five billion in credit facilities to lend firms under stress, and the Farm Credit Canada will re- will receive support of five billion in lending capacity to produce uh, and food process. And according to Craig Alexander of Deloitte, a four to five percent per uh, contraction in 2020 is expected. It, but if it was not for the policy stimulus, the decline would be dramatically larger. Uh, so next, on to the United States, their GDP in the fourth quarter of 2019 went up 2.1 percent, and in the first quarter of 2020 went down 4.8 percent. And the uh, unemployment, which is the biggest thing that's going on right now which has surpassed the 2008 recession is in february 2020 it was 3.5% which is very good on to march 4.4% and eight, now april 
and the CPI in March went up 0.1, down in March 0.4, and up or down in April 0.8. Uh, so the U.S. had a 483 billion Paycheck Protection Program and Healthcare Enhancement Act, and the legislation includes 321 billion for small businesses. Uh, and like so that they can retain workers, sixty-two billion for the Small Business Administration to provide grants and loans, and seventy-five billion for hospitals, and twenty-five billion for expanding virus testing, and for the CARES Act, the U.S. U.S. spent two point three trillion, around eleven point, around eleven point eleven percent of the U.S. GDP, and the act includes two hundred ninety-three billion to provide one-time tax rebates to individuals and the u.s will also give 268 billion to expand unemployment benefits 25 billion to provide a food safety net for the most vulnerable 510 billion to corporations 349 in forgivable small business administration loans and guarantees to small businesses to retain workers 100 billion for hospitals 150 billion in transfers to state and local governments $50 billion for international assistance uh, for them to borrow. $8.3 billion in preparedness or in the Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Supplemental Appropriations Act. And $192 billion, family, $192 billion in Families First Coronavirus Response Act. They together provide around 1% of GDP uh, for virus testing, transfers for Medicaid, uh, and the development for vaccines and uh, paid sick leave up for two weeks, paid sick leave and three months emergency leave for those infected at two thirds pay food assistance transfers to state for expanded un- unemployment, etc. One hundred one point two five billion in international assistance. Uh, in addition, federal loan obligations have been suspended for 60 days. So going on to the monetary uh, response for the U.S., federal funds rates were lowered by 150 BP in March, pretty similar to Canada's response. They expanded overnight uh, term repos, lowered the cost of discount window lending, uh, uh, extended the maturity of FX operations, broadened U.S. dollar swap lines to more central banks, uh, the money market mutual fund liquidity facility to provide loans to depositories, uh, institutions and institutions, uh, primary market corporate credit facility to purchase new bonds and loans from companies, secondary market corporate credit facility to, pr- to provide liquidity for outstanding corporate bonds, uh, paycheck protection program, liquidity facility to provide liquidity to financial institutions that generate loans under the small businesses administration paycheck and street lending program to purchase new or expanded loans to small and mid-sized businesses Uh, the effectiveness of the economic stimulus will not be enough and there are proposals in congress to spend more money while the u.s debt passes 25 trillion the economic recovery uh, will be more suited towards the 2008 response and the $1,200 check will not support millions of Americans that do not receive unemployment insurance. 
So overall, the Canadian response was more uh, was more suited for the people rather than to bail out the corporations, and they spent more money on direct payments. So the real question isn't about the GDP of a country going up. It's about the unemployment and the stability that the people feel on the on a daily basis to provide economic uh, recovery. But this isn't everything. So if you go to compare Canada versus the U.S. response, Canada sent $2,000 monthly to every single person until the end of the crisis, while the U.S. sent a $1,200 stimulus to people and mostly spent money and tried to tried to hold on to workers and decrease unemployment by by uh, giving money to corporations and small businesses directly.